Welcome back to the Healing Ways podcast. My name is Phil. I'm a pre-licensed marriage and family therapist, certified holistic nutritionist, and certified hypnotherapist. Today, we're going to be talking about the ultimate body cleanse. So what is a cleanse? A cleanse is essentially detoxifying your body. I'm sure without a doubt that you've ran across several different types of cleanses on Instagram or some other social media platform. There's the egg cleanse, the juice cleanse, water cleanse. And essentially what they are is extreme calorie restriction, extreme food restriction. You're given one item, whether it's eggs or fruit and vegetable juice, water, whatever it is. And you do it for seven to 14 days. The problem is that it totally neglects the healing power of the body. The body is an incredible machine that functions very efficiently at keeping itself healthy and clean and detoxifying itself if we give it the opportunity. Now, with most of these cleanses that are lasting 7 to 14 days where you get 5 juices or just eggs, there's several problems with this. Number one is the extreme calorie cutting. That's a problem because number one, you're going to be very angry. You're going to be starving and your body isn't going to be functioning optimally. So when you do these extreme caloric deficit diets or cleanses, whatever the case may be, What ends up happening is that once you're done, if you make it the full 7 to 14 days, you are so hungry and your body is in starvation mode, which is essentially survival mode at that point, you're going to rebound, which means you're going to start binge eating anything and everything that you can find because your body is starving. It needs food. With this comes come several issues. One, oftentimes it can lead to poor eating habits and yo-yo dieting, where you do this cleanse and you start off very proud of yourself, but then you're miserable two or three days in. And let's say you make it the whole way, whether it's three days or the full seven to 14, you're gonna be so hungry, you're gonna binge. And then you're gonna feel guilty that any weight you've lost, which is all water weight anyway, but all of the weight that you've lost is now back, maybe even more than it was before you started this cleanse. You're going to feel guilty that you couldn't stick with this cleanse, right? All of these negative thoughts and emotions are going to start flooding in. And in reality, the only reason that happened was because you were in starvation mode, Right, your body had been deprived of any calories. Right, if you're drinking five juices a day, you're getting maybe 500 calories if you're lucky. 500 calories is not enough to sustain any grown adult. Right, and so that's not that's not going to be beneficial for you at all. So the last thing you want to do is starve yourself. Keep your calories pretty close to maintenance. 
you can find your maintenance by either going to Google or talking to a wellness professional and finding your BMR, which is your basal metabolic rate. This is the amount of calories your body's going to burn just keeping you alive. And once you know that number, it's not going to be dead on accurate, but it'll give you a good idea. Eat close to that, right? And if you're doing a cleanse, chances are you probably, like if your BMR is 2,000 calories, 2,500 calories, you're probably not going to be getting that on any type of, of cleanse, but you can get as close as you can, right? And if, you're, if your BMR is 13, 1,400 calories, it'll be a little bit easier. But you want to keep your body pretty close to maintenance to feel better, to not be starving, and to be able to get through the cleanse, getting the most out of it, getting the most benefit that you can get. And because you're not starving, because you're not suffering, and because you're eating what your body needs, what's going to happen is that you can sustain that, right? So you might not be doing a cleanse after X amount of days, but now you've set up a, a a habit of eating healthy and you weren't starving, you weren't miserable. So there's no need to rebound and, and go back into the crash dieting cycle that so many people get caught up in. The other important thing is when you're eating close to your BMR, your maintenance calories, you're allowing your body to do what it's designed to do, which is to clean itself, to, to detoxify itself. When you restrict calories so extreme as you do in most of these fad cleanses, your body is going to start holding on to every calorie that it can, right? Your metabolism is going to get jacked up because your body isn't going to want to burn calories. It's in starvation mode. Its goal is to survive. And in order to survive, it needs to not lose any more weight. It needs to hold on to whatever energy it is getting because it doesn't know when the next meal is going to come, right? And so your body's going to do as little as it can to conserve energy, which means it's not going to detox. And when you're eating that close to maintenance, as close as you can, whether it's you know right on or a little below, then you're going to feel better, like I mentioned before. And feeling great is kind of the whole purpose of this, right? You're detoxifying and getting rid of all the junk that we've put into our bodies to feel good. We don't want to have the daily aches. We don't want to have the upset stomachs. We don't want to feel bad when we look in the mirror. You know, whatever the case is, the whole goal is to feel great. So if you get two or three days in and you're miserable and you're wanting to give up and all you can think about is ice cream and pizza, then it's not really an effective cleanse. Right, so the the more you can eat close to maintenance, the better you're going to feel, the more sustainable it's going to be, and there's not going to be a desire to go out and, and binge eat to refuel your body. And you're also giving your body the energy it needs to function, right? Go to work, spend time with your family, and to heal itself. So you might be wondering, well, you know, if these fad cleanses don't work, then how do you cleanse your body? How do you do a health cleanse? 
Well, remember, you really don't need to do a whole lot, right? Because the body is, its goal is to be healthy and survive. That's the body's main function. So again, it was designed very efficient at detoxing and cleaning itself with very little input from us. But there are things that we can and should do to make sure that it happens optimally. The first is to drink 12 to 16 glasses of water a day minimum. Now that, that'll vary between people, right? If you're a very small person, 16 glasses is gonna be way too much. Uh, and if you're a, a pretty big person, then 12 glasses is probably not gonna be enough. And I know drinking 12 to 16 glasses of water sounds like torture. Uh, So you you can always add like lemon or fruit to it. Put lemon or fruit into a a big pitcher and put in the fridge overnight. Which one gives you flavor so the water isn't so bland and boring. But you're also getting the added nutrients that's in the fruit. It's infusing with the water. uh, And so that's excellent. The other thing you can do is add cinnamon or sage tea or cinnamon sage tea together. Drink two or three cups of that a day. Really easy to make. All you do is boil up a cup of water or a couple cups of water and then steep three sticks of cinnamon or some sage in a cup for five to 10 minutes. That draws all of the nutrients and flavor into the water. And it also gives it time to cool down because remember you boiled it. And cinnamon and sage are are excellent things to use on a cleanse because they're going to decrease inflammation and flood your body with antioxidants. And anti-inflammatory things like cinnamon and sage are going to be important because... Inflammation in the body leads to heart problems, cancer. So we definitely want to get rid of that. So adding things like cinnamon or sage to help decrease the inflammation in the body is going to be excellent first couple of steps in your cleanse, right? You're going to feel better because your body isn't always inflamed and, and in that fight or flight mode. And you're also doing some disease prevention, The third thing you'd want to do is focus on your fiber intake. So in any cleanse, the goal is to detox the body, to get all of the toxins and and things out of your body. So as you're increasing water, you're going to be urinating more, which is going to get rid of the lactic acid that's probably built up in your muscles. It's going to help decrease inflammation. Um, intaking your fiber is going to help with your gut health and your intestinal health. And again, it's going to get things moving along. So urine and bowel movements are the two primary ways our body gets rid of toxins. It also gets rid of toxins when we breathe. It gets rid of toxins when we sweat. But urination and bowel movements are you know, the two biggest ways that our, our body gets rid of these toxins. So if you're not getting enough fiber, which most people aren't, most people only get about 15 grams a day, your your digestive tract isn't functioning optimally, right? So increasing the fiber, which 
is also anti-inflammative. It's going to help get things moving along so that you're getting rid of all of these toxins in your body. All of the things that you're trying to get rid of have a way out. An easy way to do that is, you know, you can add pro and prebiotics, which we'll talk about a little bit later, but make 75% of your food intake fruits or vegetables. Seeds and nuts are also really, really good. Fruits and vegetables in particular, one, have good amounts of fiber in them. So it's an easy way to get that fiber up on your daily value. But fruits and vegetables, for the most part, are also easily digestible. So when you're detoxing, you want to put the body through as little stress as possible, which most of these cleanses do the exact opposite of, right? Because you're in starvation mode, and your body is in a constant state of stress. So by eating fruits and vegetables, things that are easily digested, your body's not having to work very hard to process it. Right, so it's in, it gives you the nutrients, and then it's out. The next would be like 20% good quality fats through avocados, avocado oils, olive oils, um, cold-pressed olive oils. Um, seeds and nuts, like I mentioned before. The reason for that is that fats are essential for your body. They, on some some level, require it for energy production. It's, it's big for your hormones, right? Your hormones rely very heavily on fat. So you're going to want to make sure that you're getting fat. You don't want to cut out your fat, especially during a cleanse. The next would be 5% high-quality meat if, if you eat meat. If you're a vegetarian or vegan, then obviously this isn't going to apply. But when I say high-quality meat, I mean if you have access to a butcher or a local farmer, and now there's even um, really good online meat delivery services with high-quality meat products, But you want to make sure you get it from a a reliable source where you know what the farm conditions are, what the slaughtering conditions are, the packaging conditions. You want to know all of this because there was a recent study, um, and I'm probably going to butcher this university's name, but it was Otago Wellington. Most of the chicken found in big box stores... In fact, 90% of the chicken in these big box stores were contaminated with bacteria. The bacteria causes gastrointestinal problems. So you don't want to be eating chicken especially from a big box store like Walmart or Meyer or what have you, uh, Target, because it's going to be contaminated. It's coming from farms that are overcrowded, um, And their main goal is to process the chicken and get it onto shelves. And with that gastrointestinal issues that that bacteria can cause, you're doing the exact opposite, right? You're trying to cleanse your body, but then you're putting more toxins in it. So make sure that you're getting your meat from a reliable source. And maybe financially that's not realistic to get it from a farmer or a local butcher shop or one of these online services. And so maybe for seven to 14 days, you just cut out meat entirely, right? And that's up to you. 
Uh, I'm not saying that you should or shouldn't, but if at all possible, find the best quality of meat. And that's actually the next suggestion. Put priority on the quality of foods you're eating, right? And make sure that you know where it's coming from, what it's what it is. Um, things like soybeans or soy products, you want to avoid because those are very low quality uh, vegetables. At least in in America, where ninety percent of our crop of our soybean crop, which is the second largest crop in America, they've been genetically modified to hold on to pesticides so that more beans go um, out of the field and into supermarkets. So you want to avoid anything with soy in it just for that very fact, right? You don't want to be filling your body full of, of pesticides when you're trying to detoxify. Now, if you go to, say, an Asian market where they sell soybeans, perhaps those aren't from an American crop and maybe they don't have the same, you know, alterations to them. Um, But just to be safe, I would say avoid soy, at least while you're trying to do a cleanse, unless you know for a fact that where these, these beans came from didn't use modified soy um, soybeans to hold on to pesticides to be able to make make more beans go to the market, right? Probably the most important thing that you're going to want to do is to avoid any artificial sugar or highly processed foods. So artificial sugars, kind of common sense. You, you know exactly what that means. I don't need to dive into that. Everybody knows what artificial sugars are. Highly processed foods, on the other hand, is a little tricky because all food on some level is processed, right? If, if you're looking at corn, it's processed by being taking off the stalk. It's processed by being, um, you know, um, taken out of the husk or put into a can, whatever the case is. All foods are, to some degree, processed. Meat products are processed when the animal is um, butchered and then put into packaging. That's a process. When we talk about highly processed foods, that those are foods that are further away from their original state. So when we talk about eating high quality foods, what that means is eating whole foods, foods that are as close to their natural state as humanly possible, right? So an apple, if you go to the apple orchard and pick an apple, it is now processed. But if you take that apple off of the tree and take a bite into it, that's as close to its natural state as it's going to be. On the other hand, if you take it home and you cut it up and then you cook it down in a bunch of sugar and then you put it into a pie crust, you know, and then say the, the pie crust has, is comes from a box, which is highly processed, right? So now it's 
further away from its natural state. So essentially, highly processed foods are just anything that is far removed from its original state. Find foods that are as close to how it was when it was picked or or what have you as you can. Right? So fruits that are still in um in their skins, things like that. And if you want to dehydrate them later on, that's that's fine, but you want to put your focus on that quality of being as close to natural as it can be. So breads, chips, um, you know, baked goods, roasted uh, nuts and seeds, things like that you're going to want to try to avoid because these have gone through, you know, high, high levels of alteration. So raw nuts and, you know, fruit that is is still pretty close to its original state, things like that. Another thing that you can do is to add a pro and a prebiotic to help fix your gut health, right? So we've talked about adding more fiber and the fiber is gonna help process all your food and get it moving and all of that. The probiotic is going to essentially put good healthy microbes into your gut and those good healthy microbes are going to help break down food Uh, it's going to help you know keep your your gut healthy and your intestines healthy things like that and then those are super important right most people are deficient in that they don't have a good number of healthy gut bacteria so adding a, a probiotic is excellent way to do that a prebiotic is essentially the food that your probiotic eats. So that would be things like sauerkraut, um, any, any type of fermented food, or things like apple cider vinegar, right? If you did a shot of apple cider vinegar and eight ounces of water in the morning, then that would be a prebiotic. And they even sell supplements that are pre and probiotic together, you know, so if maybe if, if that's easier, then that's good too. I know that apple cider vinegar can sometimes cause issues or people don't like the flavor of and fermented foods like sauerkraut, you know, same thing. It's really hard to uh, eat unless you have the acquired taste. And again, it's, it's a more processed food. So you want to avoid that if you're on a cleanse anyway. So if you find a a supplement of a probiotic that has prebiotic in it. You know, add that to your your daily regimen. So when you're doing the cleanse, I would limit your supplements to about just that, a pre and probiotic. Right? You're going to want to get like I said, high quality whole foods into your body rather than things like supplements or or processed foods. So even fruit bars, right? That's an example of a highly processed food. The fruit has been processed and cooked down, cut up, all of that. And then you've added sugar and and probably oils, um, like canola oil is a big one. So you want to avoid things like that and eat a whole fruit. 
The other thing that you want to make a priority is sleep, right? Your body is working very hard to function and it's working very hard to clean itself and detoxify. So it's going to need rest. It's going to need that opportunity to rejuvenate itself. And so sleep should be a super high priority. And most people would need, you know, between six to eight hours. That's very individualized. For example, if I get six hours or less, five or six hours of sleep a night, I feel it the next day. I need a nap. But if I get between seven and eight hours, then I'm perfectly fine. Right. And some people, they can function on five or six. Other people need 10 to 11 hours. So you're going to know the answer to that a lot better than anybody else. Certainly better than I would know. But whatever that number is where you feel like you wake up in the morning and you're ready to go and you're, you're able to function like a human and um, you don't need to drink a bunch of coffee or take a nap in the middle of the day, that's your number. So try to hit that number every single night during your cleanse, whether it's you know three days, a week, or two weeks, whatever it ends up being. Make sleep one of your top priorities. Because that's something that is also lacking in a lot of these fad cleanses. The, the body is just so beat up and it's so stressed out and you're so hungry that it becomes very difficult to sleep, let alone get good quality sleep. So make sure that you're, you're putting the priority on sleep, priority on low processed, high quality whole foods. And again, what high quality whole foods means is whole foods are, are foods that are as close to their natural state as possible. High quality just means you you at least know where it's coming from, right? It's not fed with a bunch of uh, antibiotics or hormones. If it's meat and if it's plants, it's not altered to hold on to pesticides, things like that. And you also want to make sure that you're focusing on your gut health with the pro and prebiotic, getting that high fiber intake. Again, that's super vital for your body to detoxify because that's how it's getting rid of all all of those toxins through your bowel movements. The increase in water is also going to flush your system. And by eating at a close to maintenance level, whatever that is for you, you're going to feel better. You're going to have more energy. And when it's all said and done, you're not going to feel the need to go out and binge because you're not gonna be starving to death. You're gonna feel nourished, well-fed, because with all of the fruits and vegetables and the good healthy fats, right, you're getting all of the nutrients and energy that your body really needs. And another thing you'll probably notice is you won't have those mid-afternoon crashes because when you eat highly processed foods, again, foods that are far, far removed from their original state, They add a ton of sugars into those for flavor and, and, you know, things like that. But as you, as you probably know, when you eat high levels of sugar, then eventually, um, you crash. 
I want to thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Healing Ways podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and tune in next week. Thank you and be well.